Hello. <laughs> Hi, it's Carly. Hi, it's Nay. And this is Hotties with the Potty. <laughs> a podcast where two friends talk about what's important to them in a non-broadcasty slash newsy way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're here. How are you? I'm feeling tired, but I'm excited to get to talk about our our topic of the day and kind of share what's been going on lately. How are you? Um, I'm also feeling a little tired, but I am excited to talk about our topic today too, um, because I've been waiting for this one. Um, If you get the reference, Lizzo song. Um, But yes, I'm excited to talk about the topic today and I feel like we both have a lot to share so yeah yeah good good so Nay and I are, are trying to start this um, new segment on our podcast called success and hot mess of the week which is kind mm-hmm. of like roses and thorns where we talk about like something good that's happened and something that hasn't been as good that's happened to us this week so Nay, did you want to share your success in hot mess of the week sure um yes very excited about this segment hot mess of the week was actually carly's idea and i think the intent that we discussed during our meetings about that was to kind of normalize making mistakes um because especially on my end i feel like i I have like perfectionist tendencies. So I like this segment a lot because uh, we are human and we make mistakes and that is okay to extend yourself grace. Okay. But I'm being serious even though I'm saying it like that. Okay. No, what a good message. Anyway, girl, you feel the same way. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Carly like says things sometimes where she like gives me a lot of support and credit and I'm like, you feel the same way. Okay. 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 Success of the week. Um, even though it was a shorter work week because it was the Memorial day holiday last weekend, I still felt like it was a long week. It was very odd because Monday was off. And then Tuesday I took most of the work day off. Cause I went home early. Cause I was like feeling very nauseous. Um, so it was a very short work week, but it felt long not sure why so getting through the week was a big success and I'm still picking up things in my new role at work where I'm more aware than I would be if I was already there and adjusted because it's only my second weekend so I'm still picking up things here and there having to ask questions check in with my supervisor and team more than like the average person um so still learning and then mess of the week uh was probably Friday night. Carly knows this, but I like drank on Friday night and I like had my second outing in the entire span of when the pandemic started to like now. I think that was my second night outing. Yeah, I drank a lot. So that's my mess of the week. How about you, Carly? Um, <laughs> Good night. Okay. No. <laughs> I love that. I love I love that you are still allowing yourself some grace and like that it is your own, only your second week of Thanks. working at this new job and and that you were able to take care of yourself but that also required you to take some time off. So I can see why it would be long if like it's still Thanks. pretty laborious in the scheme of like just learning new things. Absolutely. And then understandably <laughs> your hot mess like everybody's getting out and we're adjusting and it takes time and I'm glad that you got to enjoy yourself at least. Thank you. I appreciate the understanding as always. Okay. (laughs) I think my success is that I um, was able to finish the school year and make sure to tell all of my kids that I appreciate them and that I appreciated my time with them. Um, At least the ones that I got to work with throughout the school year and the goodbyes in there can be really nice and they can be like emotional, which is why like my hot mess is kind of that I just like didn't process emotionally at all um, after I was done talking with them, which is something that I should do. But instead I just um, watched Survivor for like five hours and then chose to like ignore the, the feelings that I have about ending with my kids because they're like really complex. And I just like think that it's an important thing that I should do. So maybe I'll try to do that later today, but it's, 
something that I acknowledge is that I like have trouble feeling and I just need to start doing it more. Thank you so much for sharing, Carly. I know with complex feelings, I don't want to say it's easier, but like it, I feel like I can relate in some ways to not wanting to process or deal with them. So mm-hmm. I understand, especially in a role like yours. Um, and I know how special like your connections were this year with them. And I know they'll always hold like a special place in your heart. So very understandable. And I appreciate you sharing a lot. So of course, of course, dude. Um, yeah. I support you processing it later. Um, and I just know that you've left like an invaluable impact on these kids' lives. Um, and I'm sure they did to you in some ways as well. So yeah, very Absolutely. proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I think about my past clients all the time too. So like, it's not like they're going to like ending is going to make them not have been an important part of my life. So right, I, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Love you. Love you. Um, oh. <laughs> Love you more. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys. Of, like friends and love. <laughs> no, I'm j- Carly's like, I I like make a joke out of this. Carly's my partner. She's literally my partner. So yeah, like we partner just, in crime, whatever. But she's literally my partner. I fucking love her. Like yeah, Carly. Let's just fucking start there. Carly is a great friend, a uh, very non-judgmental, um, and very consistent. Like in always, with her word, her actions. So like earnest. I said that to her last week. She's very earnest, like very like if she's like, I'm tired and like I want a salad. Like it's like literally said in the most fucking earnest way. I'm like, who the fuck? No, she's like a really good friend and like very like I don't know. Okay, sometimes I can't describe what I'm trying to say. So yeah, good luck listening to this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> but she's like literally like fucking in your corner and she just like watches. Like watches with support. And like it, it sounds so creepy when you say that like, she just smart. watches. No, like and but she's like aware, so she's not doing it in a creepy way. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's like watching, but it's like She's like, oh, like if she feels like she's coming off creepy, which she never has, but like if she feels that way, she'll not do it because she knows. She knows her like little limits, you know? Yeah, she's in tune with the time. She reads about all sorts of things. I don't read. I like to go to bookstores. I don't read, so I'm different. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Um, But she's like very like in with the time. She always tries, you know, and always very like, cares a lot like a lot like she'll like care she's like how are you and I'm like um how do I even answer that and then she's like yeah I get that and I'm like what (laughs) and say anything so she's very like yeah you know where you like feel okay I'll, I'll stop soon okay you know where you like feel like assured in a relationship with somebody you just know, like someone, like they don't have to like, Carly doesn't have to be like, yeah, I'll always be there for you. And like, da, 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 da. like she's never like fucking does that. But it's like, just that feeling. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Nay. Ugh, everything that you it's said true. just hits my heart. It's great. I, Good, because it's true. <laughs> I, I love that Nay sees that stuff in me. And, and Nay is my partner in crime too. So like she has been for the last year and will probably continue to be um, because she's just like so supportive too. Like she's like, even with this podcast, like I, a couple of months ago, she was like, Carly, you should start a podcast. You should like get into it. Like she's, she's the one who helps me gain enough confidence to be able to get into action. Cause I can, I can think of all these ideas and fantasize like I like to, but Nay helps me like see that I can do what's within my abilities. And I think that's so cool as a friend. And she's just authentic in general. Oh, her face is so cute. She's just oh, like, okay, um, literally. <laughs> she just is herself. <laughs> and I love how passionate she is about everything. Like she says she can talk a lot and things like that. And she can, oh, and yeah. I admire that. Sorry, ability. Carly. Like I will always. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's like, I admire that because I don't talk a lot and I don't say things like nay, nay and yeah, her but she talks when way. it's important. Like she like, 
She's one of those people. She's not fucking quiet. Okay. Like don't fucking think that. Cause she, all right, think what you want. You can't, I can't control that, but it's like, she's not like, she's not quiet. She just knows when to talk. Like she knows when she has something to contribute, you know? So sorry. I interrupted. See? That's okay. She, she's so passionate that she can't hold it in sometimes. And, LOL. But, but I admire that. Like somebody who speaks her mind constantly and like is the, like the biggest cheerleader, I think for people too, like anybody that she likes, she goes hard for. And I just, I admire that. Cause and I love my friends. I agree, dude. I agree. I feel the same way about every friend that I have. Like I could list like the compliments, big line. Like I love like writing letters and stuff for people. And so like, I would just love to do that for all of my friends, but I I can do that for all of them because they have so many great strengths and qualities. And Nay and I kind of started off with talking about why we're such great friends because the topic that we want to kind of talk about today and talk around is friendship. Absolutely. Oh, it's so easy to talk about, uh, Carly being a good friend, but, um, yes, we have a lot to say. I know I keep saying that, so I should just start talking, but like, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Cause I do think I talk a lot. Like I try, I try to practice self-awareness, but I do know that I, it's not even just that I talk a lot. I just carry this energy and it could be a good thing a lot of the times, but I can mm-hmm. also be a little feisty sometimes and need to practice my grounding exercises in those moments there's nothing wrong with being feisty or like you know feeling some type of way about certain things but like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just gotta gotta reel it in a bit okay totally okay so Carly what makes a good friend like just objectively for you and like what are some qualities that you feel like are important in order to be a good friend I mean I think for me what I look for in friendship these days is consistency Um, like if they can be a reliable person for me, that's like a really important quality. Um, I think openness, like being willing to share and like have a reciprocal relationship. Like I learned in psych one, like one of the first things I learned was that the amount of sharing that has to be done in a friendship has to be like kind of equivalent. Otherwise there's going to be like a, a power differential or just like a feeling like there, that person isn't really wanting to be as in with this friendship as you are. If there's like an imbalance in how much is shared or like the quality of what is shared, like if one person shares like surface level stuff and the other one like wants to go deep, then there's that imbalance. And and so what I look for is kind of that like reciprocal, like just bouncing off of each other. Absolutely. Type I like feeling. that. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't know that, but it just makes a lot of sense. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. I love, I love spouting out psych facts. I have two degrees and I just need to use it for something, you know? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Carly knows a lot of stuff. She's a very empathic person, but she's like very cerebral. She knows a lot, but I like that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And like, I agree. I think consistency is super important. Mm -hmm. Um, Consistency, sharing the same amount trying to think of like what I could add to that because both of those things are important to me Mm -hmm. as well probably just like being respectful of boundaries Mm -hmm. and that could mean different things I'm not sure if I'm like the boundaries expert and I can if I'm the person to like really elaborate on that so if you have like things that you want to share around boundaries like please go for it but I think that's important especially during the pandemic I think at least in my circles and the people that I've been talking to it's something that has come up like Mm -hmm. even just the topic like of talking about boundaries I feel like it's come up this year Mm -hmm. because of the nature of this year I think has made it important for people to prioritize that I guess in their life totally fun is fun I like friendship fun like doing boba runs or like I don't know fun activities I think everyone can relate to this like I think words and actions like aligning no one's like perfect or anything, but I think for the most part, it should align for the most part, especially on the things that are um, more important, like maybe promises or things involving trust. Like um, Mm -hmm. I think that could be especially pivotal. 
Totally. Um, someone who's non-judgmental. That's like one of the reasons why I value my friendship with Carly the most. Like there are different reasons, obviously, but Carly's very non-judgmental and it's not, it's something that you feel. Um, and being a non-judgmental person or friend, it could be a learned skill, but I think some people have the ability to do that in a very natural way. And it's truly something that you feel. Sometimes you can like misperceive situations where you feel like someone's judging you, but they're really not or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. when it comes to non-judgment, you can tell when someone's just kind of accepting you for the way that they are. Mm-hmm. I think Carly is unique. I'm just talking about Carly. This is a Carly fucking affirmation podcast. <laughs> She's unique because she is very accepting, but she... I feel like she is also aware of like behaviors she doesn't like. And that can mean that's just like a broad general statement. So I think that's a very unique trait to have someone who's non judgmental, Mm -hmm. but they're not like naive to bad behavior or like things that they don't tolerate. So Mm -hmm. um, I like that a lot because friends be judging sometimes. And it's like, I'm guilty of that. I'm not perfect. Literally, I judge myself. Okay. Like, you know, but it's like, I have learned to value the importance of that through this friendship even more because mm-hmm. no one wants to feel judged. Life is fucking crazy. It's a fucking roller coaster, okay? Bad things happen, good things happen, people change, they evolve, they go fucking nuts. Like they do things that you don't agree with, they don't follow through on a hangout, they don't do this, that. It's fucking crazy. So you just gotta, what do you call it? Rational detachment. I learned that at work. I'm not oh. gonna explain it because I'm not the expert. But yeah, you just gotta detach a little bit. Not in like a fucking rude way, like I'm detaching, but it's like detach like a little bit so you're not like taking it very personally and then going mm-hmm. from there. Compartmentalizing when when yes. shit gets crazy. Totally. Uh, no, that okay. makes sense. I I like what you were saying about like having that balance between like having a person who like is observant and understands yeah, the situation. Yeah, so you just talk about yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like me. Um, Good. Okay. <laughs> but but I like I like that balance, um, and I'm glad that I can be that person for you. And I think like similar to having a friend that's non-judgmental. I was thinking like somebody who has that unconditional positive regard for you, even if you there do you mess go. up. Like I want friends who have my back, and like if yeah. I make the wrong decision, I want them to be there for me. Yeah. Like thick and thin type stuff. Absolutely. Any other friendship qualities that you can think of that haven't named yet? I mean, I think like similar interests and values, I think is something that most people look for. Like yeah, in in figuring out, like when I moved back home, I was like, how the heck do you make friends when you're not in college? Because it's like, it's such a hard thing as an adult. If you like like to stay home and you're an introvert, like Mm -hmm. you, you can't meet people, but I think like what's cool about social media and like this like digital age is that like we can make friends from anywhere and part of these like yes theory fan meetup type groups. So like I'm part of a group called like yes fam LA um, Mm -hmm. and there's this like dates back to like, there's a YouTube, a group of YouTube creators called yes theory and they have like fan groups that like meet up and, and hang out and do like crazy things together or like, um, just want to like get to know each other and socialize. And so when I moved out here, I started making friends through that group. Um, mm-hmm. And I made a friend from Italy and we only met once at this bonfire that happened like two or three weeks before everything shut down due to coronavirus. But we've been talking through like WhatsApp and Instagram like all year. And I feel like close to him. Um, and I just texted him last night or messaged him because it was his birthday. And so we just had like a little chat and like, it's so interesting that like you can be friends with people that you've like only met once absolutely from from far away like he's back in Europe now because of coronavirus and not being able to stay here but like I just think it's so cool that like if you connect with people and you this this is all going back to similar interests like Mm -hmm. people with similar interests hang out together but also at the same time like the part of the having the digital age pieces that like I can stay connected to people that I meet everywhere. Absolutely. I like that too. Um, I think that's how Carly and I became friends too, through Mm -hmm. Instagram DM, which we've already talked about before, Mm -hmm. but I like that. It gives you the ability to stay in touch too, because he's like in a totally different country right now and everything. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Thanks girl. It's, it's just so interesting. Um, 
being an adult and like wanting to make friends and connect with people and like maintain the friendships that you have already, because like, it's already hard to be an adult, but like having to have a social life on top of it all is, is not easy. Absolutely. Having to do all your daily adult duties and then also have fun, Mm -hmm. maintain social connectivity. No, it's, it's a challenging thing. Um, But yeah, I feel like you bring up a really good point, though, about making friends after college and how it's challenging, um, because I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And I think that specifically in your situation, being somebody who's a little bit more introverted, um, using... I'm going to sound so fucking weird using digital platforms, but like using more of like digital platformy things like social media. Mm -hmm. um, I think it could provide like a good gateway to like meet people and like hang Mm -hmm. out and do all that. So makes sense. I agree. Do you have any experiences making friends that you, you feel like has been beneficial or like, any friendships that you feel like, I mean, besides our friendship, um, (laughs) that have been like really, um, influential for you in the way that you think about friendship? Absolutely. I feel like I have a diverse friend group, Mm -hmm. um, specifically right now talking about like personality wise, um, and the type of relationships that I have, which honestly, this is good that we're talking about this because, Um, One thing that Carly and I wanted to touch on today are also like the different types of friendships that you can have with people. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back to your question, absolutely. Um, For example, from our friendship, like I mentioned before, I think like I've learned a lot. And one of the things that I learned is the importance of like being a non-judgmental, consistent friend. There are things that you pick up on in a friendship. I don't know, just through like hanging out with them, getting to know them as a person, like all of that. So I think from ours, like uh, specifically that. And then I don't know, from my other friendships, when I think about my other friends, I think like, I don't know, this is like part of our friendship too, but like humor. um, Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. So like just being goofy or like just saying dumb things I feel like Carly has to like fucking listen to all my like dumb jokes a lot but like that is important to me and then also being able to have more honest conversations about how you're doing um I feel like I'm not saying anything like super fucking like monumental when I say that but like I think I've learned that that's like a really valuable uh thing to be able to do to check in honestly with friends um, Mm -hmm. and really talk about, I don't know, the challenges that you're experiencing or I don't know how you're feeling in general. I think Mm -hmm. that's been really important. And then uh, I can't really think of anything else right now, but I think for the most part, there's something that you can pull from every kind of friendship and learn from. So Mm -hmm. just a general statement, but how about you? Absolutely. No, I think the same thing. I think like Sometimes I I wonder these existential questions of like, what is the meaning of life? And like the conclusion that I've come to over the years is that like the meaning of life to me is like connecting to people in one way or another. And I think that every connection is different. And and like you're saying, like you're learning different things from different people, Absolutely. but, but they all feel valuable, especially when you're together, but like when you're like on the same page in the same moment together, like that, that to me is something special that like can't be replaced by anything. And so I'm trying to like loop it all back together in one way or another, because like the, the experiences that we have with each friend are so different, but like, I think it it's all like a lesson for us too, in a way. And it just like, there's, there's something that feels so good about like being with your friends and connecting on some level. So I think like what you say about like truly being able to honestly check in with your friends I think is important to me. And I was thinking about like different kinds of friendships because I know that like people who are more masculine, I guess, are like like male friends. Typically they don't do that like deep connection discussion as much. And I think even like from a psychological study perspective, it's the same way of like the relationships are just different. So like, I wish I could speak on that too, because I think those friendships are valuable to them in their own way, but I just don't have 
those kind of like relationships. I think all of our relationships seem to be like more based on connection and like that's a good point. Emotion. But I wish I could speak on like different friendships, but that's just kind of where the two of us are at. So we give like a specific perspective, but this isn't to say that like our perspective is like the only perspective on friendship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also think like when we're talking about different types of friendships, I also think about like the different levels of intimacy Mm -hmm. um, and also like I think context matters too. Like sometimes, um, like how you meet people. So for example, I might have a little bit of a different relationship with certain friends that I maybe met through work like two years ago Mm -hmm. or something that I do with you or, uh, friends that I've known longer or friends that I've been friends with since like, uh, my childhood that I like grew up with. There's like a familiarity there. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think also, I don't know, just the overall difference of how you know somebody, um, Mm -hmm that can impact like the type of friendship that you have, if that makes sense. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. The more time and experiences you spend with a person, like the deeper that relationship seems to get. Absolutely. Um, It made me think about like, I have a lot of friendships where like we not take a pause, but like, we just like don't talk for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we see each other after like months and it's like uh, pressing play on a friendship that was paused for a second like it just comes together so naturally and feels like no time has passed Mm -hmm. and I think those that's like such a cool experience that like you can have with people who especially who you have like a more intimate friendship with because you've like known them over time absolutely um and you kind of know that like uh I don't know to not like take it personally or something Mm -hmm. and like like you said there's like a familiarity there And I feel like it happens a lot as you get older too, just because of life, Um, Mm -hmm. people move. um, I don't know. Everyone's life changes, start to work somewhere different. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's always good to feel like you can come back to friendships like that because uh, you're literally just going off of where you last left off. So I like that a lot. Do you have different kinds of friendships? Like, I know we're we're planning on talking later about um, this analogy that I learned from my therapist regarding friendships, mm-hmm. but I just am curious if you have like different kinds of friendships, I guess, or like different types, like different types of friendships. I would say so, but specifically, I think in level of intimacy, yeah. um, yes, mm-hmm. level of closeness. I'm sure like mm-hmm. a lot of people um, could relate to that, but. I feel like that's where I come to with that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That makes that makes sense. Like that's what differentiate yeah. it, differentiates it. Oh my gosh, differentiate familiarity. Mm-hmm. Big words. I know how to talk. Mm-hmm. They're just big words. Mm-hmm. Just said. How do you like navigate boundaries and friendships? I know a lot of people have difficulties with that. Like I'm trying to think some of like the younger people that I know, like have, are still, who are still learning, like how to develop those skills. I'm mainly talking about like kids that I've like worked with and things like that. Like, but, but generally like even people our age, like we just have trouble like learning the rules and fundamentals and like, how often do we talk to people? How often do we not talk to people? Like, are we annoying anybody? Like, I know I have those insecurities about like wanting people to, like like me and want to continue to like me and balancing that like reaching out versus like giving them some time and space mm-hmm. type stuff they're absolutely multifaceted but like that's that's just where my mind is at right now absolutely i think in terms of boundaries checking in and communicating I'm not saying anything like revolutionary, but it's like, I think checking in and communicating definitely helps and assessing on sometimes how to communicate with specific friends. Um, And what I mean by that is based on what, I'm gonna refer back to something that my current supervisor shared with me two weeks ago, which Carly knows about. He explained his insights on boundaries with, the ladies that we work with. So this isn't a professional context, but I feel like what he shared applies to, can apply to other relationships as well. 
So he said that when, and I'm paraphrasing, um, when he explained boundaries, he explained that it's important to communicate the why. And he gave an example along the lines of like, if you're aware that your friend is like sensitive about like, uh, they have like certain, they, he didn't use the word triggers, but like he, they have certain triggers or they have maybe trauma surrounding something or even just like general sensitivities, knowing how to communicate certain boundaries with them in a certain way. He said that he highlighted the importance of being transparent and as honest as you can. Um, I know that there are different ways that people teach boundaries and understand boundaries. So I've seen graphics on social media talking about how with certain boundaries, you don't have to explain. And I think that's Mm -hmm. completely fair and valid. But I think with my conversation with my supervisor, he talked about boundaries and then he talked about what it means to be a safe person. Um, And again, all in the context um, of what we do for work, but just really good general takeaways. So he like, tied that into being a safe person because when you set these boundaries, um, you're able to maintain like the relationship and hopefully be like a safe person for somebody because you're still there, you're still consistent, but it's kind of almost like what we talked about earlier in this episode where like Carly is a very generally accepting and non-judgmental person, um, but there are just certain things that are not tolerable um, for different reasons, whether it's because that's just something personal to Carly. There's like A, B, and C behaviors that she just doesn't like, or if it's just generally disrespectful. Like, for example, like I'm not going to tolerate like being yelled at or something, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you're just going to have to like step away. But I just thought I would explain what he shared because it was so freaking insightful. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've been thinking about that. And I told him literally this week, I was like, I've been thinking about that conversation and like what you shared. He's all like smiling. Hi. <laughs> okay. If you're watching this, hopefully you're not watching this, but literally, yeah, the, the why. So mm-hmm. tying it back, the why, explaining the why, um, and then checking in and just communicating and being clear and honest. And boundaries, I think, generally garners a conversation around that topic in itself because mm-hmm. I think that, like, you can read like a page about what boundaries are and how to like implement them. But I think a lot of the times boundaries need to be contextualized on how to do that mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's my little TED talk on boundaries. I am not a freaking boundaries expert. Mm-hmm. I still find it challenging to establish boundaries, communicate them to others, and also respect my own boundaries sometimes. Um, it can be very challenging because we're all human and we all have like our own like traumas and like, you know, our own little shits that keep them hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Thank you no, for listening. What are your absolutely. thoughts, Carly? I think like in the discussion of like communicating the why about boundaries like I think it's it's important especially if it's a new friendship or if it's like one where it hasn't been contextualized yet to explain it like sometimes it doesn't need to be especially when you've already communicated Mm -hmm. why this boundary is important for you but if you haven't communicated that yet and the other person like doesn't really understand what's going on Mm -hmm. um and so sometimes it's like helpful if you want to save that friendship or if you want to just like take some space to just let them know what's going on for you. And like, if it's something that they've done, it's also important to explain to them because like people will continue repeating the same behavior if they don't know Absolutely. that that behavior is the reason why this thing happened. Absolutely. See, this is why it like garners a conversation because mm-hmm. it, I think I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it right now, okay? Sometimes it's just important to talk about things, okay? To give you a better sense of like how to do things or what it means for you. So that's just the general uh, statement on my behalf. Um, but I completely agree. I think, um, yeah, we, this is like a whole last topic, but I we'll think like- will talk about it later. <laughs> that sounds great, honestly. See, Carly setting a boundary. There you go. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about it. Um, But generally speaking, I definitely agree with what you said. And if there's harm, there's always a possibility for repair. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, always assess, always like reflect, assess, communicate. Like if someone did something or said something that like hurt you, 
if you feel like it's appropriate and necessary, which more times than not, I would say is like communicate that, let that open up a conversation. And then sometimes it doesn't, you know, and we'll get into the nuances in another app. Okay. Mm-hmm. No boundaries. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And in thinking about like boundaries, maybe this is a good time for me to get into like my, the circle analogy that my yes. therapist Tanya taught me a long time ago when I was like in the beginning of struggling to understand friendships more. Is that shout like, out Tanya? I know, really. Sh- shout out to Tanya. She's the best therapist ever. Um, I believe that she's a real one. <laughs> she taught me this this analogy um, where like friendships change and shift over time. They're they're not going to be consistent. Um, they can be which is awesome. But a lot of the time, like as we grow and change, so do our friendships and so do the places that our friends have in our lives. Um, so like, absolutely, I have friends in a, that I had since middle school. Um, they've moved away and grown and like had friendships with people who are closer to them that they have more similar interests in. Does that mean that they're not my friends anymore? No, but like we have circles of friendships. Um, and the ones that are closest to the center are the ones that are closest to us at the moment. And then as you get further out in the circle, those are the ones that are like more distanced, but there's still friendships and relationships. And, um, for me, it was really helpful when I was trying to manage my expectations of like what the friends in my life should be like, and kind of like who, I needed to see as a close friend and who I needed to see as a friend yeah. that wasn't able to be in that close friend circle anymore because they yeah. weren't doing things that I wanted my close friends to do, like being consistent or like including me in things that they were up to lately. Um, Absolutely. So I think and those really- are your needs, you know, so mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I was, I was thinking about friends who, weren't being good friends to me or like weren't being friends that I would consider being close, close yeah, friendships. Both um, are valid. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like some friends in Seattle or my friends, wherever, like they, they're still friends and we talk like maybe once every six months, but they're not like me and Nate where we're going to text every morning and just like check in and do like, yes. you know, like the, those are like good. Different. They're not like your good morning zaddy friends. Mm-hmm. They're more like, uh, like, yeah, like checking in every now and then it's just, what's appropriate. It's not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak on Carly's relationships, but in general, it's not a good or bad thing. I think that it doesn't have to be a good or bad thing. It could just, they're all valuable relationships. And I think the reason why you're maintaining them is because you care about them. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to speak on Carly's like relationships. Um, but I think that's just a general thought that I wanted to share. So no, exactly. Exactly. And like, in my thinking, like it's taken me a while to get to this place where I do feel like I have a close circle of friends who are like actually good close friends to me, like in my, in my mind. You put in the work, girly. Truly, truly. But it's even like how you perceive your relationships with other people. Like explain, uh, please. Like there are people who are my friends who like, I used to believe were like my best friends, but, but they just like, don't, follow up or aren't consistent or aren't trying to like have that close friendship that we once had. Yeah. And it took me a while to like face that reality. And so I would like keep them in that close friend circle and then like realize later on that like they weren't consistently doing the things that I was hoping that they would do. And that was disappointing. It is. And so instead of being disappointed by them not living up to this expectation that I have for close friends, can just move them to like a further circle out and be like, okay, they're not my close friend. They're like my yeah. like more distant friend, but I'm still friends with them, but I can't expect them to do things yeah. that I expect my close friends to do. Absolutely. That's a, such an admirable, mature approach to have. Um, and I'm sure Carly can attest to this, but it's not easy making those realizations and almost, I don't want to call them adjustments because that's like fucking weird word to use, but like uh, making those like little changes Mm -hmm. in how you approach certain relationships. It's not easy. I think sometimes there's like a little bit of grief there and Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're just like sad when like uh, something doesn't, someone doesn't meet 
your expectations. Mm-hmm. Basically what Carly said. Okay, sometimes I'll do that on this podcast. I'm sorry. It'll either get cut or we're going to keep it. But like sometimes I just reiterate stuff that Carly says, um, but literally what she says. So no, it's valuable. I mean, I think even even adding those emotional layers to it, like you, it shows that you understand, which is like hey. the most important okay, part. Okay, you, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> but it, okay, but sorry, exactly. But yes. I think Nay and I have both had to do that lately where we like investigate our circles a little bit and be like, is everybody in the right place? Like, am I mm. expecting more from people who can't give more? Like, I know I've had to do that a lot in the last like two years. It's like really- yeah examine my friendships and if they're they're how I want them to be in the place it's hard in my circles it's hard no it is like go ahead Carly (laughs) sometimes you have to like actually visualize it like my therapist get gets me to like draw stuff out sometimes so that I can like look at it and I think that's really important too it's like if you're struggling to understand like which friendships are important is like literally draw out your circles and be like, what do you require? What do you feel like you need from people who are in these Love circles? That. And you like, gotta how- write it. Exactly. You gotta exactly. write it. You gotta draw it. You gotta explain it. Cause your thoughts and feelings can sometimes be a little jumbly in your head. Mm-hmm. Speak for myself, but I'm sure other people <laughs> could relate. Other people could relate. So it's good to, mm-hmm. it's good to write it out, especially if it's just objective stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all work and it's good work mm-hmm. on top of Carly and I having our day jobs and da, 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 and cooking and, you know, you staying in the loop and reading and this and that. Like there's so many things that we do, but this is a big part of what I didn't know to be important growing up because mm-hmm. of obvious reasons. It was never like taught or this or that mm-hmm. um, in my upbringing or even in school, like you don't learn about fucking boundaries in school. The fuck are boundaries? I learned that like fucking two years ago or something. I'm like boundaries. <laughs> what? It's true. It's literally, okay. Literally <laughs> admit it. Like you can relate. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Not everyone can, but yeah, this is all part of like, you know, what I would encourage other people uh, to do as well, just for your health and like well-being. So absolutely. And like understanding how important like relationships are at least like the way that I view them how do we make relationships grow like what do you have a method or like how do how do relationships grow deep in friendships general statement putting in the work the effort um asking like deeper good question literally asking deeper questions maybe communicating Mm -hmm. like Uh, that you want to deepen the friendship like all the like it's all the fucking little things that you wouldn't really think about until you hear it in therapy or you like read a book about it like Mm -hmm. um just gotta let people know Carly I want to increase emotional intimacy with you you don't have to say it like that but you'd be like hey Carly like you know do you want to like hang out like this Mm -hmm. day or we could do like could be like Carly let's do like a ritual let's like read a book together through zoom every other Thursday or some shit you know and then Mm -hmm. let them know that you value them and make like I would say like make sure that it's like mutual too you know Mm -hmm. if this person's like interested in the same thing um Mm -hmm. yeah how about you Carly that makes sense yeah I was gonna say the same thing I think like finding activities to do together um and and also like the sharing piece too of like being willing to open up to another person at the same level that they're able to hear. Ooh. Um, both of those things. But like a lot for me, a lot of like cooking and stuff like that has been the way that I've been able to deepen my friendships is like baking oatmeal raisin cookies with my coworker that like I want to hang oh, out with. Yeah. Um, or like having um potlucks and things like that. Like food food is involved somewhere because I love food, but like I think yeah. that's like a baseline, like everybody kind of loves food and would be down to like go out to eat or you're right make something together. Like if you don't know what else to do with the person, like that's that's one of the easiest ways to do it is by like just hanging out and spending time doing Agreed. something. Um yeah like it yeah say what you notice too like if you notice that if Carly's like my coworker that I want to grow my relationship with like a coworker friend mm-hmm. if you notice that Carly you know 
brings a different lunch every day that looks like really well made, like say that to her, be like, oh, I noticed that like, do you make this at home? Like you always bring really good food into the Mm -hmm. office. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. notice and verbalize. I think compliments Um, too are are huge. Like everyone, everyone loves to know that other people like them. I think like not that they need that validation. Yeah, but but it's true. mm -hmm. No, exactly. Exactly. Like I just... I like knowing that other people like me and that makes me want to get to know them better. Absolutely. That reminds me of something my friend said one time. She's like, if I don't get validation, I'll die. Like literally I was like, me too. No, it's like, we're just joking. But like, I agree with Carly. I think everybody wants to feel liked, accepted. Our needs are pretty much the same Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So definitely. And then I'm trying to think of what else would make um, a relationship grow. All I know is that it's a concerted effort and that a lot of things, I don't like to think about things this way. Cause I think you can just like get in a little bit of a negative vibe, I guess, but a lot of things that you want as an adult, you have to make like a concerted effort. Like, and that goes for relationships too. Like mm-hmm. you have to, for example, like, yeah, like you have to put in the work, like, it's like I'm stating the obvious but you just need to say things sometimes and people are like yeah you're right it's like it's true like if I want to hang out with Carly after her move in the the new city that she's moving to and like I want to know what she's been up to I have to like sit and be like okay what am I curious about and like Mm -hmm. obviously it's like not a whole ass process but it's like I'm just saying like with certain relationships especially like I guess a professional ones if you're trying to fucking grow your relationship with your supervisor or something like think of questions you want to ask them and like Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to be like do the work because like (laughs) I don't want to be like that but it's like you just got to put in a little bit of effort Mm -hmm. you know assess reflect verbalize see how you feel you know like be like dude like I like what you said last week about boundaries and like Mm -hmm. being a safe person I've been thinking about that he's like smiling I'm like (laughs) he's so nice okay let's just he's so so nice but yeah you just gotta make the time Mm -hmm. follow through do your be be curious too like that's that's how you get to know people absolutely facts no printer okay I think my like last question relating to friendships is about like endings and if like you've had some experiences ending friendships that like not to throw any anybody under the bus if that's a situation that's been like bad but like sometimes we recognize that like these people who like used to be our friends like can't be our friends anymore for whatever reason and yeah I'm just curious about if you've ever had a situation like that and how you've navigated it it's hard this is a hard question Mm -hmm. for people who are listening I just made a face like of like like a little bit nervous face (laughs) but like um yeah I to be honest with you I'm sure it's been on both ends I'm thinking of a few people in my head but there are probably Mm -hmm. other people in my life who've like maybe added some distance or like uh, just kind of stayed out of touch or for one reason or the other. I don't know. I'm not fully aware of stuff like that, but I'm sure that it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So I think of that. Um, and then in terms of my experience with ending, to be honest, none come to mind, none come to mind right now. Um, but like, I think I've had to add maybe boundaries. Um, and I know that I can think of friendships that have ended at least one in particular that comes to mind but at the same time it wasn't an interaction or event that we were like we are not friends anymore Mm -hmm. um it was more of like the vibes which lead to assumptions of me thinking the friendship ended but I think because the vibes and some hurt was involved Mm -hmm. that I inflicted on the other person within the friendship in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of stopped talking after that point And we haven't really talked to this day. That is what I think about. And it's hard on either end. I think, especially if you're the person who's being, who's hurt, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to be like, it's hard on my end because of guilt. Da, 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 da. I wouldn't say it's mm-hmm. hard. I wouldn't say it like that. I would say it's just feelings that you deal with. And then Personally, for me, I could honestly say 
as far as what I'm aware of, of what I did to hurt this other person, even though we've never had a conversation of her telling me that me doing A, B, and C was hurtful for her, Mm -hmm. as far as what I can see, I can honestly say that I have reflected on that and that, you know, certain behaviors aren't okay. And I apologize for the vagueness. I just don't feel like I want to go into it too much into the details, but that's generally, honestly, what I'm trying to say. It's like, there were takeaways there, but there's also guilt. And I think I'm not entirely, even though it's been like a couple of years, I'm not entirely like, yes, I don't feel guilty anymore. I think the part that I do want to say though, to our listeners is like reflection and accountability go a long way. So mm-hmm. I don't, I would encourage myself and others who have relationships like this that they can think of to not sit in shame and guilt for too long. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't sit in shame. Shame is not a good place ever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that anyone deserves to feel that way. Mm -hmm. uh, And if if you do, like sharing that is going to be the most helpful thing for you. Like sharing that with somebody who you can trust, who like is going to affirm you. Yeah, in the process will will be helpful. Like you don't have to like stuff that deep down inside. So like Nay is saying, like you don't have to sit in it. Yeah. See, this is what I'm doing right now. What Carly just said. It's like Carly is listening right now, and she's the friend that could do that. So like support, mm-hmm. support and affirm. So yeah, I think that's all you can do when you not make mistakes, but like make decisions or behave in a certain way that's hurtful. Mm-hmm. is to just grow from it, I guess. And then if it, if there's possibility for repair to do that and like mm-hmm. really address the situation. But how about mm-hmm. you? Like what comes to mind when you think of like the ending of friendships in your life and like what would you want to share with our listeners who are maybe in that situation or just general takeaways around the topic? Mm-hmm. I think it's so tough because like, we want to be able to keep all of the friendships that we can. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's harmful to us to keep people in our lives that like shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, or like that we just don't match with like a lot of the endings of my friendships lately have been with people that I just like don't feel like yeah. there's a the connection there. Um, like same with dating. You're not going to keep seeing a person that you don't feel connected to. Um, and it's the same with friendships. Like, Truly. So this has been my endings. It's like, hey, I don't really feel like we connect. Like, I like appreciate the time that we have spent together, but I don't really feel like like we're on the same page, I guess. And like people normally accept that and that's fine. Um, when do then, you get to that stage? Like what has, to, for you, like what has to um, have happened? It doesn't have to be like super bad, but like what has mm-hmm. to have happened to get to that place? I mean, for me, it's been like newer friendships that I've been trying to foster, like meeting yeah. people through like Bumble BFF or whatever. And like we hang out sometimes and like we try to nurture it by doing things, but it just doesn't really feel like it's fun in some ways. Like when I feel mm-hmm. like I don't want to hang out with that person anymore, then that's probably the time where I'm like, hey, like I don't think that we are really connecting. Have you um, had to say that to people before? I've uh, yeah I've said yeah. it to some people I mean I haven't said it like in person because the COVID stuff but I've had to do that like recently with a few people but very mature and like non-ghosty I know that's super hard I don't think people do that at least with friends with guys you'll just be like yeah we don't have a connection sorry Chad but it's mm-hmm. like for friends I don't know how common that is so it's no. very mature and like cordial I think thank you I don't do it for everyone. I don't think anybody can do it for everyone. Like it's, it matters. It depends on how much you value yeah. them and like just want them to be able to understand the situation. But like some, sometimes ghosting is like all you need to do for it to feel okay to you. And like, and you can feel guilty about maybe the way that it ended. And like, you can always just like let them know later down the line, you know, if you, if you really want to just make sure that they understand and like, make sure that everything is cordial. Like you can always come back and be like, Hey, I apologize for ghosting you or how things ended. Like I, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciated our time together. And like, I hope you understand that. Absolutely. this, This is what happened, but like most of the ways that friendships end, um, it's almost natural sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I like that it makes sense 
what you said about like how you've had to do that a few times in newer friendships because Mm -hmm. of that too like not that that's a reason that you would end a friendship for but like I think that's important to take into consideration because I think when you're an adult and you're making friends you kind of know yourself better I think when you're Mm -hmm. younger like oh I went to middle school with this person for example so Mm -hmm. and you grew up in the same neighborhood so it's like you're just like I like to play with this person if you like Mm -hmm. met when she was six but when you're like 24 25 26 you're like Mm -hmm. you pick up on things more and you pay it you think about different values or like Mm -hmm. I don't know you'll just notice more and then make decisions based on that. So mm-hmm. revolutionary what I'm saying, but like, yeah, it's true. You're like, yeah. Yeah. We, we change and grow. Our friends are, will change and grow in the same ways or different ways. And we just have to, uh, what is it that you say, Nay, assess. Assess, reflect, and reflect. communicate or verbalize something like uh-huh. that dude I don't uh-huh. even remember what I said don't even you've said it three times in don't ask episode, me so. hard questions <laughs> no okay okay but, so but what else true. though it uh, is true I think one of my kids asked me the other day like do you do you have to change to make friends if you can tell that like people around you don't like you okay and I was like no, you don't have to do that. Like, why would you want to be friends with somebody that doesn't like you? Like, and it's tough because like sometimes people do feel like they have to change to make friends if like yeah. they don't feel like they've been getting good feedback, but like maybe you're just looking in the wrong places. Like you have to look Ooh. in in places where you feel like you're going to meet people that have the same values or hobbies as you. Like mm. eventually you'll find somebody that likes you for you, but don't, continue being friends with a person that um is wishwashier like you don't really feel like you get that unconditional positive yeah. regard like that feeling of of like I really connect and feel like I like this person that I'm spending time with like I don't want to spend time with anybody that doesn't like me or I feel like doesn't like me that just sucks yeah that's super understandable and that's so great that uh your kid heard that that's powerful. I'm. Sh- I feel like he'll remember that when he's older. That you saying that. Um, so. Yeah, I wish I was a kid and an adult fucking said that to me. If I asked that question, like an adult that I actually really like, who's like, no, you shouldn't change for anyone. That's like some powerful shit. I fucking love kids. We'll talk about that another time. But like, <laughs> kids are literally so great. Honestly, yeah. Just like you shouldn't be friends with someone that you feel like doesn't like you that needs to be printed and framed somewhere. Like <laughs> it's, it's put in a doctor's logical. office, like went to the sign anytime somebody. Yeah. And then it. what is it? Dash Carly. It's oh like in gosh. fancy font. Everyone's like, yeah, that's true. I it's came true. up with the idea. It's interesting to think about being in friendships, not to like say like I'm above it or something, but it's like, it's interesting <laughs> to think about being in a friendship with someone who like has animosity or just like, weird because I'll I'll hear about Mm -hmm. it on TikTok or some shit like on social media sometimes Mm. um of people talking about friends that they feel like get jealous or like it's just it's Mm. interesting it's interesting Mm -hmm. okay but what else are there any other like final points or sub topic that you want to discuss about friendships before we get into hotties of the week which is our next segment by the way (laughs) I I mean, right now I can't really think of anything else, but I'm sure that we're going to do like episodes where we do subtopics about this. But like generally, I think that we've covered a lot of ground in terms of like understanding friendship, especially like us being adults now and having to navigate like those new friendship situations. I think that's what's been on my mind a lot as I've yeah. like had to navigate. No, we're that. adults, but truly. Oh. Okay, cool. I agree <laughs> with you. Yeah, we are adults. Okay. Okay, Carly. I really liked this conversation. We'll probably talk about friendships throughout this podcast later because mm-hmm. it's just a topic. Okay. So next segment, hotties of the week. We're going to do this every week. This segment kind of reminds me of a segment that I shared with Carly in a podcast that I listen to called Ajima Show. Um, you guys should totally fucking listen to them because it's Peter Kim and Unji Kim and they're two... I don't think Peter defines himself as a comedian anymore, but Unji's a co- comedian and then 
Peter is like a TV writer. Um, and they're two queer Koreans. That's how they kind of like branded themselves for the podcast. And they just like talk about shit. It's like this podcast where it's like nothing too intense or educational. It's very like comp- two friends kind of having a conversation. So if you're ever like mm. fucking on a walk or like doing the dishes and you're like, I don't know what podcast to listen to, I would strongly recommend that one. But they have a segment at the end where they have like, I think like kick-ass Koreans of the week. And then they'll talk about mm. Korean people, I guess, that they really want to highlight. So hottie mm-hmm. of the week for this one. Do you want to start? Do you have like a hottie of the week in mind? I do. Let me look up their Instagram first because I found them on Instagram. So that's... Ooh. And they're not somebody that I know like personally, but I just think I'm like really about filling my Instagram feed these days with people who like are very cool or like have ideas that that I share or just like are promoting things that I want to see more and I know Instagram is like a lot of pictures of like people looking their best and so not that this is any different but um this person named Ashley Nicole Tribble her pronouns are she her she has an Instagram called Ashley Chubby Bunny um Mm. and on her Instagram there are like pictures she's I think a model, but I think she does a lot of different stuff, but she um, is like a fat woman who loves to show off her body and just like show how beautiful every different kind of body can be. Uh, And I think that's really important to see my Instagram feed, at least like I'm trying to change my views of bodies and like what is beautiful and what is not so that I can feel comfortable with my body as it like grows and changes. And so I think seeing Instagrams like this one have helped me feel comfortable as my body changes size and gets bigger and smaller in different ways. And like seeing cellulite, seeing like just like people not editing their photos as much and still looking like gorgeous. Um, yeah. It's just something that I've loved. She is my hottie of the week. Thank you for sharing. I like that. Your Instagram feed matters. Like it's it's mm-hmm. just genuinely nice to follow people that you vibe with. You don't even have to fucking know them. I follow a lot of people that I don't really know or even am familiar that familiar with their work, but it's like it's mm-hmm. I like it being a source of inspiration or just like I don't know, something to make you feel good cuz that place is interesting sometimes. There's mm-hmm. too much weird shit on Instagram. More specifically addressing like uh, a lot of Photoshop and things that are not always good for your mental health to see. So mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, but thanks for sharing. I'm going to have to check her out. I like that. Okay. For me, Midori from Dash and Lily. I hope she's listening to this. She's not. We don't know each other. On <laughs> Friday, when my friend went out, friend and I went out, we went to this super fucking fratty bar. Um, uh-huh. And it's like the frattiest bar in West Hollywood. Have I been to all the bars in West Hollywood? No. Can I say that? Yes. It's super fratty. And she was there and she's like not someone you would expect to be there I don't know Mm. her so like I can't say that confidently but I Mm -hmm. would see her social media posts I didn't follow her before today lol um but or yesterday (laughs) but like she just didn't seem like the type of person she's too cool she's not gonna go to some fucking fratty bar but she Mm -hmm. was there I met her in the bathroom my friend and I and like Carly I didn't tell you this yet no but I yeah there was a whole thing so shout out to her because Dash and Lily is genuinely such a good show and I got to tell her and I was like I literally said I'm not just saying that like I was like super um not sober but like I told her and I was just like it's like it was it's so good I just remember watching it in like two days during the holiday season when it came out Mm -hmm. last year it's just so cute it's so I love it she's my hottie of the week and she's iconic. And I commented on all of her Instagram posts when I, yesterday. So You're that's so my life. funny. I love that. I love that. Dash and Lily is a great little rom-com, rom-drom type um, Netflix series. So if you haven't heard about it, if you like watching it or binge watching it, then that is available. You can see Midori on there. We're doing all these plugs. We're like, I know. Watch this. Listen to this. We'll okay, put- Carly and I have good taste. Do what we say. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. Strongly exactly. advise that you do what we say. Okay. We'll put um, links to all the stuff we talk about in the in the comments section or in the. In <laughs> we the- tag her. She's like this girl oh again. No, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, subscribe to the potty if you if want you to want be a hobby. Mm-hmm. And leave a five star review. If you, if you want to be want cool. Be cool. Mm-hmm. 
And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and all the social medias. Our username is usually hotties with the potty. You can go to our link tree that's linked in the bio of our Instagram and our Twitter and maybe TikTok. I can't say for sure. And it'll have like all of our ads linked. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You can email um, us. We have a freaking email. If you want to be formal, you can mm-hmm. email us. You can yeah. email us at hotteswithapotty at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns. We are hoping eventually to maybe do some advice stuff. So yeah. if you have any burning questions that you think Nay and I could help with, then feel free to email us at our Gmail. Absolutely. And remember to be hot. Remember to be hot. You're awesome. Remember that. Yes, Bye. girl. Bye. Bye.